Seven Mile Pike Studios, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Episode 139. Tonight, News you can use. The word for your day. And more. And now, the Good Morning Show with Terry. That's right. Always morning somewhere. Welcome to the Good Morning Show. It's the Good Morning Show at night. And this is Thursday Night Live. In this episode, we're going to be deep diving into some comfort food history. And we've got some more amazing news you can use. That's right. Melissa's also got the word for your day. And as always, we're taking your prayer requests. They're never an interruption. They're a very big part of our show. That's right. Welcome to episode 139. Your prayer requests not only are an interruption, but we also want to give you a shout out. Whether we can pray for you or just say, hey, let us know you're here by typing in your chat box. Make sure you let us know where you're tuning in from. And don't forget, no matter how you're watching or listening today, that we don't know you're here unless you let us know. We're so appreciative that you're with us. It's Thursday Night Live. For sure, for sure, for sure. So uh, let's see. Uh, you want to jump on over there with uh, Mary Kay hopping on Jeff first? and Mary Kay just down the street here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. And Jeff's having sleepy time tea. MK's having her usual decaf Lipton tea with a sprinkle of turmeric. Robin Woodard and Otis from Elizabethtown. Happy Thursday, right? Happy Thursday, Woodards. Yeah, welcome to you guys. It's Thursday night, and uh, as we've already said, you know, if you've got a prayer request, uh, there's been a lot of things going on this week. Uh, we have already been uh, exercising our prayer muscles, if you will, uh, because uh, the Lord is always faithful to answer, and so Amen. we just want to be able to to take your requests to Him as well. So if you have those, let us know. And also, what's ahead for your weekend? It's Thursday. We're pushing into Friday, getting you ready for the weekend. And so we hope uh, if you've got some plans and things that are on the on the books, uh, you'll let us know. That's why we're here, to encourage, to lift you up, and to just talk about, you know, like if we're just sitting across the table from each other. That's right. We want to make sure that you know how much you're loved and appreciated. And whatever you're going through, you're not going through it alone. We're all here together doing this thing called life. We need each other. Uh, for sure. Well, you guys are quiet this evening, so I am looking at the number slowly ticking up. A very great big welcome to the Good Morning Show at night. It's Thursday Night Live with Terry and Melissa. We're so glad you've joined us. Hi, Missy. Missy just down the street the other direction. John <laughs> you, and Missy. Did you see the, the, the little comic that John posted into the uh, Facebook group? I did. But the guy on the, on the uh, diving board, he says, I'm not jumping in until Moses leaves the pool. For sure. I thought that was hysterical, actually. <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I am here to testify that even when you kind of have a rough week, right? God's still good and we can still use encouragement and we can still find a way to encourage each other. So tell us how we can encourage you. That's today. right. Still hitting the reset button for me uh, on getting back from camp. And I don't know, maybe you guys have had one of those long stretched weeks where it just kind of makes you wonder what day it is. And so uh, help us out. So um, Janice, hi Janice from Spring, Texas. She's drinking H2O in her water bottle and she's yelling hey to Missy all the way over from YouTube. Yeah, to Facebook. YouTube to Facebook. How about that? She says, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. So Missy may be able to attest to the fact that it's been kind of a slow rebound for you. Yeah. Um, after camp. Baylor, yep. 
Yeah. Missy she says she's, she's still in a camp fog too. Baylor told me um, two days ago when she got up, she said, I'm still tired. And so I think I'll be all caught up tomorrow, which was yesterday. But yesterday she's like, you know, I told you I was going to be caught up. I don't think I'm still quite caught up. So even Baylor's kind of still in that, you know, post camp. Yeah, yeah. Atmosphere. For sure. For sure. Check this out. We're celebrating a birthday guy. Jeff's birthday is tomorrow. We're celebrating him this weekend. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. To Jeff Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It's time so, for us to sing. Or just listen to the music. <laughs> I was waiting to see what you were going to do. I'm going to uh, go ahead and let the music play. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, let us know, Jeff, do you have like a special birthday cake that you request? Uh, you know, everybody has certain favorites that they like to have for different uh, events and the annual event of your birthday uh, celebration. A lot of times there are even a meal. Sometimes we uh, we all get those meals and we go out for uh, a little dinner. And um, maybe you've already done that, but it's tomorrow. So you still got another chance. Well, so I just want to say and honor Jeff. He is a wise man. He has such wisdom from the Lord. He has excellent discernment. Jeff has a very tender heart. Um, he is compassionate and... And he has such um, action to back up that compassion. Some people are generous with their words, but Jeff is generous with his whole life. And so we honor you, Jeff. We appreciate you. We love you deeply. And for all the things that you are, we're grateful. But we do want to say this. We love you. We appreciate you. We need you. And we could not be happier that you're a part of our family. So we bless you. We honor you. Happy birthday, Jeff. That's it. It's got to it's be, good. it's got to be a young one. Cause he's just, he's just, he, some guys just age well. Yeah. And Jeff's yeah. one of them. Yeah. 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 I bet he fooled the guy at the carnival every time. Guess your weight, <laughs> guess your age. Nope. Let's go for the, what the age. Uh. Missy is yelling back from Facebook to YouTube. Janice. Hmm. The wonders of modern technology. It's great. I wish that everybody could see everybody else depending on what you watch or listen on, but that doesn't always cross over. That's true. That's true. That's okay, though. We're here to help with that. And we're here to say happy Thursday evening to you. That's right. It feels like this week has been really long. It feels like a long time ago was Monday morning, doesn't it? It really does. You know, and it's, and we didn't do a show last Thursday because we were at camp still right. coming so back. Saturday, Monday, Thursday. And so it's been a it, it feels like it's been, it just feels like it's been a long one since Monday. Yep. And we've had, we've had a rough week. It's been, it's true. Um, it's been kind of a trial. It's been tragic. Um, it's been hard, but God's still good. And the one thing I'm noticing besides the fact that you guys are kind of in that camp hangover fog is that this week we lost someone very, very surprisingly, very near to us. And, um, just probably am not going to talk about it too much because I don't want to ball and cry and be a downer tonight. I want to be loving and encouraging, but I want to tell you guys something we can press in to all that the Lord has for us, even in the hardest, most unexpected trials. We can do that. And he's faithful. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yeah, man. I feel like you're reading no, other things. No, I was mom. looking at the volume. I think the music's too loud. We'll turn it down. Mary Kay, can you let me know? 
Let's see. Happy birthday, Jeff, says Janice. Tamara Borders says good evening. And Jeff says his favorite cake is angel food cake. Angel food cake. Robin agrees it has been a long week. Mm-hmm. And Janice says Missy, she's ready for that visit. And Missy's agreeing with me that even in the hard week, Missy has definitely been walking out this heaviness with us. The whole River City family has. Yeah. Um, but she has bared the burden with me and she feels that heaviness. And I'll just say it, my daughter's mother-in-law passed away this week very unexpectedly. And it has caused a lot of, you know, you just reevaluate your life when you're faced with your mortality because someone near to you has unexpectedly passed far too soon. And so that's what's happening this week. There's a lot of grief. There's a lot of um, examination. And there's just a heaviness that we're praying through. And tomorrow night, we're going to gather and worship our way through. And the Lord has been really faithful this week. We have seen His hand every single day, every single step of the way. And our kids are loved and supported along with the entire Baker family. And so thank you so much for loving and supporting and praying for the Bakers, the McCorkles, and the Wrights. We really love you. And in this season, we're grateful for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thanks, Janice. I know you're praying. And MK says the music is just right. Good. So good. 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 MK, keep your ears open. I think Terry's got some new selections this tonight. one that's playing right now is a brand it's new good. one. Actually. I love that. It's one I of your favorite that. ones today that you picked. Hey, if you're just tuning in, welcome to the Good Morning Show at night with Terry and Melissa. It's Thursday Night Live. Once a week, we take the Good Morning Show to the evening. And sometimes it seems awfully late this nine o'clock hour. Um, but I will tell you this. We can't ask you what's in your cup because we're not really drinking coffee. No. But if you want to tell us what you're drinking, Jane, this is drinking water, and Jeff and Mary Kay are drinking decaf teas. Look what are you, my little aluminum cup. You got your Can little... you see that it's frosty? Can you see the condensation on it? Because, you know, if you're, if you're of a certain age, you know that these aluminum cups right here, they get so cold. And whatever you drink in them that's cold, man, it stays cold. <laughs> Tamara says she's praying for the families to be comforted. God is faithful. Thank you so much. I bless you. Am I saying your name right? Tamara. Maybe it's Tamara and not Tamara. Help me. Help me with pronunciation. Number one or number two? Tamara? Tamara Tamara. or Tamara. I I deeply apologize if I'm saying that wrong. Um, I am a phonetic pronouncer meaning I sound out the word and I try to go syllable by syllable. And oftentimes that leads me astray. You're a phonetic fanatic. Not totally fanatic. Not not totally. Okay. Um, Did we say hi to Robin, Warren? I was somewhere No, hi, there. Warren. Hi, hey, Warren. Warren. Bless you, buddy. We love you. It's good to see you on. And, oh, Tamara. She says it's neither. Tamara. Tamara? Tamara. Oh, Maybe. boy. We'll find out. Okay. Also, um, yeah, Robin's Janice, brother purple. passed away this week. Mm. And so you understand. We we pray for you and, and condolences to you, Robin, as well. Hey, there's Pastor Daniel Rogers from Grace, Louisville Grace Church of the Nazarene here in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. He says, hey, hey y'all, morning show at night. Fascinating. I could just hear his little voice. Yeah, yeah. Fascinating. Said, and to be, to honest, be honest. I do have coffee in my cup. 
always has coffee in his cup. Wow. Well, then he's young. So, you know, the caffeine doesn't affect him. He could sleep at night. When I drink caffeine late in the day, you guys know what I do. I lay in bed and I contemplate the universe and I think about things. And then I begin to talk about those things. And Terry... doesn't appreciate that well it's all right no you haven't done that in a while so maybe we need to you know janice do you like purple she says your cup is purple terry it it matches really it goes along with the theme here you got purple on the wall purple around the edges here oh i see see and your pink uh, microphone cover there so everything's pretty uh we're matchy matchy yeah we're matchy matchy now the pink in my hat which is actually true pink is totally clashing with all the purple. <laughs> That's all right. It looks good. Looks good. So if you're just joining us, this is the Good Morning Show at night. Uh, typically, yeah, we're a wake you up kind of show tonight. We're just kind of tucking you in a little early uh, for those of you in the uh, central time zone and on farther back. Uh, but here in the East Coast, it's, uh, you know, 9, 12 in the evening, and we're just about ready to call it a night here in a little bit. But uh, we're glad you've decided to spend some time with us. We're going to talk about some cool stuff tonight. Um, one of them uh, that we mentioned in the intro was about comfort foods. Wow. And, you know, we get into those moods to where maybe things have been happening emotionally and there's certain kinds of things that or you just you just you just need that food that just makes you feel like you're at home. Well, so the one tonight, I think everybody's going to agree we with. We talk about food a lot on this show, don't we? Well, I kind of got addicted to it as a small child. <laughs> and then I wasn't a small child anymore. Master Pastor Yoda says, hey, Pastor Terry, are those my grandpa's aluminum cups? Yes, they, they are. are. in fact, your yes. grandfather's aluminum cups. Baylor had one earlier or yesterday. They are used like, in this house feel, every day. She said, feel how cold this cup is. They she, absolutely, she wanted me to feel it. They, they are used every day, Ben. Yeah. You have no idea oh, yeah. how great joy comes because of these yeah. little Oh, they're like our favorites. And you know what's funny is they're not, I don't know, what do they hold, do you think, about 10 ounces maybe? 12 ounces? I don't know. If that. at that. But you, you I don't know why. Eight, it's maybe. just like you enjoy it so much better. It's a sipping kind of cup. It's not like I gulp, gulp, I'm thirsty. But I don't know. It's just kind of fun. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Janice likes angel food. Angel food? There you go. Are you doing... <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. A little ASMR for you. Warren says he's been on his new job. It's hard oh, to catch the yeah. Zoom. How is your new job? We've been praying into that with you, Warren. So praise the Lord for that. Also, for the rest of you, if you're just joining us, good morning at night. It's Thursday Night <laughs> Live, and it's always morning somewhere to quote Master Pastor Yoda. That's right. We're super happy to be joining you this evening, and we're super happy you're joining us. So Terry says we're going to talk about food, which we talk about that a lot on this show. Um, I actually had a question about it's not nostalgia because it may still be prevalent in your life but I no longer read the newspaper I don't really read or listen or watch news very purposefully Um, I'm real careful about what I um, receive, I guess, and and what you I let in guard my gates. Yeah, but here is something interesting. We got the Sentinel News um, in the mail. Sentinel, the yeah. Shelby, it's the Shelbyville Sentinel News, and it's a big, thick newspaper considering the size of our little town. Anyways, I think you read that thing cover to cover, didn't you? Not quite. I still haven't gone through the horse show stuff yet. Well, the that's, interesting that's thing interesting. is, you've already found out so much that's going on in our little town, and you took pictures of it and text all these little things. 
to me. And so um, you have said that you would like to get a subscription and start taking that regularly. We don't even know if it's daily or weekly or what. But my question, this begs the question, do you guys still read the newspaper? Do you take a subscription to the newspaper? You know, it doesn't seem that long ago that we all had a paper delivered in our driveway. Yeah, yeah, we used to do the paper. Right. We paid for the paper. We read the paper cover to cover or maybe just certain parts of it. Maybe you just took the Sunday comics. I don't know. But do you guys still take the paper or read the paper or do you get all of your news from digital sources or online or television now? Tell me. Hey, Pastor Rick. Good evening, Pastor Rick. Good to see you. Love you so much. Daniel says, when I get a newspaper, I read it just for the smell. It does make sense. It does make sense. Terry loves to read actual books because he enjoys the smell and the feel of the pages and the the binding. Yeah. And I prefer digital because I can compress so many more onto my device. Right, Makes it easy to carry I have a issue with clutter and so i don't like you can see our bookshelves back here are pretty full so um now i'm totally gun shy so um tamara 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 lynn borders says she does not read the newspaper and doesn't watch much news either that's perfectly okay it's perfectly okay However, I do enjoy reading, and there's actually really good news in our little newspaper. I think well, it's pretty positive. It's, it's cool because it kind of really gets you up to date with what's going on in your area. It's hard when you live in like a, the Louisville metro area, and it's so many communities all tied mm-hmm. into one. Mm-hmm. And reading that paper, I think, would just be like a, a major task and separating out all the pieces. But in a smaller town, and I say smaller, 16,000 or so, in a town like that, you get the gist of what is happening within the community rather than, you know, the whole metro. Well, we are, um, our church, River City Hope Church, is just outside of downtown Louisville, and we are in an area called... Linview. And it's actually a little city. They have a little city hall. They have a mayor of Linview and they produce a newsletter, I think once every quarter, and they put it in the church mail slot. And so um, we can kind of keep up with the area around the church, but it certainly is not indicative of the entire city of Louisville. It is very much limited to just that tiny little radius area right around the church, which is really good for because the church is obviously reaching out to that community. We are after that community, but we don't want to stop there. We want to start there. And then we want to see that part of our city, that community, one for the Lord, and then sort of have that sort of reach out and flood out into the rest of the city. So it's interesting though, when we got the paper, um, uh, it, you know, obviously we're just a little bit older, so we still remember when we took a paper on a regular basis, yeah. but I don't even think that our the kids' generation would even have no. any. Janice says no to the newspaper. She said she Googles obituaries sometimes. Yeah. And Otis says that the days of unbiased TV news are over. It's now nothing less than a full-on psychological operation. You, you're right. He says he used to watch it. Not much of a stomach for it lately. I agree with That's that. True. I don't have a lot of stomach That's for true. it either. Mm-hmm. That's a good t- term to use. Warren says, I like it. I stay busy. This is his new, his, job. his new job. But wondering if I made a mistake or maybe should have taken advantage of the free time on the other job. <laughs> it was boring, though. I don't like missing Zooms. Well, buddy, I, I hear your heart, and I'm happy for you, and I know that the Lord is giving you a missional zone in this new new job. So Lord, I pray that you would just bless 
Warren that you would enlarge his tent pegs, meaning Father, increase his territory. Thank you, God, for giving him a heart to win a people for you. Thank you for using him to love people. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My sister Terry Lynn is on. Welcome into my home this evening. She says, welcome into ours. (laughs) (laughs) We're happy to see you, sis. Love you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, Google has kind of replaced the newspaper. And, and and we do the New York Times Wordle. Do y'all do that? We've talked about this several times on here. Um, but we do the Wordle on the New York Times. And I know you can read the New York Times online. I don't yeah. really care to read any no. part of that. But I do like the Wordle. Yeah, they sponsored that that word game. You know, where you get like six tries to guess the word. It's uh, And then you, they show you if you get words, letters. Oh, you're explaining that are, Wordle. Yeah, okay. I'm explaining Wordle. Where they, they show you which letters you might have and a certain color coded if, if they're green being behind them it means they're in the right place if they're yellow it means they're in the words somewhere but it's not the right spot i mean it'll drive you crazy if you let it but yeah i would i would show you yeah baylor and you and i all all Mm -hmm. three do the wordle every day uh if i show you my wordle then you're gonna see the answer today but i do want to say i got it the second guess yeah yeah did you do today uh no i did not do all right then we won't show it we won't show it hey josh we love you buddy Josh, Josh down Burchette. in Clinton yeah. County. We you love doing, you so much. He says, thank you for always showing Jesus in everything you all do. Thank you for showing Jesus. Amen. We love you. Right back at Amen. you, brother. Good to see you on here. Um, Rick Grable, Pastor Rick, what's black and white and red all over? Mm-hmm. The newspaper. Yeah. I don't know. He may have an alternate answer for that. <laughs> Maybe I might be wrong. It's a trick question. You better answer um, because I, if I got it wrong, I'll just. It might be a trick. I Yeah. Tricker. tricker tricker yeah so well uh how about we uh what we've got a bunch of listeners the numbers are jumping up so let's just say good morning at night from the good morning show it's thursday night live with terry and melissa we're so glad you've joined us and if you wonder what it is that you've happened upon i will tell you as soon as the music starts well i was going to go into the next segment so i wasn't going to start the music okay forget it i'll tell you what you found you found Two people who love the Lord and who love you and who want to encourage you with the word of God and prayer. If we can pray for you, will you guys let us know? Type your prayer request in the chat box and we'll pray. It's not an interruption. It's a huge part of what we do. We want you to be encouraged. We also want you to feel the presence of the Lord. So that's what we're doing. Okay. Absolutely. Well, I was thinking maybe we ought to jump into a little news you can use. The news you can use is a segment we've started doing that really gives us a focus since we're talking about newspapers and the news and all of that. Maybe some headlines that might have gone, well, unnoticed to some because uh, the mainstream media doesn't share a lot of these things. So here we go. How about it? It's the news you can use with your news anchor, my favorite news anchor, your favorite news anchor, Pastor Terry Wright. Take it away, Pastor Terry How about this when Hollywood is undergoing a revival moment of faith in the content that it's producing. You're maybe noticing that uh, the entertainment industry, they've been in, in a little bit of a strike that's been going on, but The Chosen, which you see here on the screen, got an exception to be able to finish filming for season four, which they're going to be releasing later on. Uh, I think it comes up in this next year. But um, the uh, they're having this bit of a revival moment. The faith 
faith-based projects that are that are unifying the body of Christ and they're amplifying light across a dark world. Amen. That's what Jonathan Rumi says. He's the, the actor best known for his portrayal of Jesus in The Chosen and also uh, Lonnie Frisbee in the Jesus Revolution movie. Um, but the, uh, he made comments in a Thursday Instagram post alongside the latest cover of Newsweek, which actually portrays um, the uh, a depiction of Christ holding a movie set clapperboard. You know, the thing where they say, take two, whatever, take three. And the cover story under the headline, Jesus Takes Hollywood. Let it be. And spotlights the sound of freedom and other faith-centric projects. And just a few days earlier, if you recall, we talked about this. TV Guide profiled The Chosen in a cover story, right? And um, he's basically saying our collective projects, uh, The Chosen series and Jesus Revolution movie are at the heart of this revival moment in culture and entertainment. And uh, it's a pivotal moment in time on so many levels for culture, politics, faith, ideology, entertainment. And he portrays Jesus, as I said, and the evangelist Lonnie Frisbee. And both of these have become major hits. I mean, people have gone to the theaters. They're now getting out to release uh, for DVD and all of that. And meanwhile, Angel Studios, the, they are, their film Sound of Freedom surprised Hollywood by opening at number one at the box office mm. and grossing more than $125 million. Wow. That is a revival right there. And earlier this year, another Angel film, His Only Son, opened at number three on the box office. Mm. And so um, they, uh, they were writing this week saying, I can see the pendulum swinging uh, upwards, the praise, skyward bound, the naysayers losing ground and the willingness to build bridges and unify the fractured body of Christ in simply celebrating together. Amen. And he says this, Jonathan Rumi says, the thrust of my mission continues to be to amplify and shape how and where the light falls on earth through the gifts I've been blessed with the realms of influence in which I've been given authority and the specific capacity to shoulder what I can, though I struggle quite often, he admits. And he says, that said, submission on the most spiritually fundamental level reigns supreme. And I cannot wait, he says, to see how the divine continues to permeate the earthly, armed with his regiment of rugged cultural catalysts. And then he finished it off by saying, Maranatha, come Holy Spirit, he wrote. Amen. Isn't that awesome? Hallelujah. I, I agree with Janice. Janice says, go Jesus. <laughs> go Jesus. Go Jesus. <laughs> That's a great newscast. That's a great news you can use. Thank you so much, Terry. I, I've got one more little short one that, that deals with this as well, because The Chosen, we talked about this before, about how the, the uh, construction workers went in and wrote scripture on the walls of the set of the film. And he says, it's hidden so well that many of the cast and crew don't even hardly know that it's there. They're Bible verses that were written on the two by fours and on the flooring and on the walls before they painted them. And he allowed the, the, uh, the construction guy allowed him to write their favorite Bible verses on the unfinished walls before they were painted. And the result, countless Bible verses are hidden on the set. Amen. And when you think about that, there's power in God's word. It's possible that yeah. some of our, even our favorite verses are hidden behind the paint on the walls in some of our favorite scenes. And the, he said, before we put the finishes on the set, we sent the army of workers that we had building the city and armed them each with a giant 
black magic marker and said, go in there and graffiti the place. And he said, write down your favorite scripture, your favorite inspirational words, your favorite verse. So they took that idea, they ran with it to every other finished room within the city. And some of the verses were written in English, some of them in Spanish. And uh, you know, you think about this, a few of the construction workers didn't even know they were working on the set of The Chosen. Wow. Until they were told. They were hired to do a job like they would, like building a Kroger, he said. Yeah. And their stones mason, stone masons would come in and they just knew they were putting up a wall, but they didn't know what for. Mm. And it turns out many of them were fans of the show that they weren't even aware of. And they were just there for a job. And it turns out that they actually fulfilled a purpose. How you about know, that? You know, I love that so much when we did um, our offices mm-hmm. and the remodel in the new sanctuary. Um, Tim and the boys and a couple of us wrote scripture on yep. our framework as well. We are foundationed on the word of God. I think that's exactly what that means. And my sister says, thanks for those interesting facts. That's really awesome. And yeah. it absolutely is. Yeah. Glory to God and praise you, Jesus, for taking Hollywood by storm. And I pray that this is a prophetic word as well as a news report and that we really do see a complete revival out of Hollywood. Wouldn't that be amazing be. if Hollywood were taken for the kingdom of God? Yeah. Wow. They got to finish season four's filming and uh, they can wrap it up this week because they were granted that exception to, to the, the chosen. The, mm-hmm, That's for wonderful. The chosen. And so it's scheduled to be released next year, next year. Hallelujah. That's amazing. So Ben says, I still haven't watched The Chosen. It's on my list. I've read the book. Right, right. I've read that book too, the Bible. Yeah. And also, um, I read the back and we win. And so like, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I think that's funny. Thank you, Ben. That was very funny. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Let's see. Well, in case you're just joining us and wondering what you've uh, happened upon, this is the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. The Good Morning Show at night, Thursday at night. night live. Thursday and, night uh, live. And we're here to encourage you. And as we've already mentioned, if you have any prayer requests, let us know. It's never an interruption. We'd love to pray with and for you. That's right. It's the truth. We love you, love you, love you. We don't even have to know you to love you because we know the one who created you and who loves you without fail. And because he loves us and we love him, we love you kind of how it works we're just one big family everybody just loving each other hey pastor rick says the chosen is a great conversation tool for us it really is i have had so many people talk to me about that show and interestingly enough you and i have only watched the first have we only watched one or two seasons we started season two and then got busy with all the stuff leading into district assembly and all then the we things. moved and all the yeah, things yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so um i've had a lot of people talk to me about that and i love that um these are great conversation starters so you're right rick it's 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 wonderful to talk about and usually you don't have to force people they'll talk to you about mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. So. well and i've also heard when i was doing a little more research checking into it they're not just going to stop with the story of jesus although that what else do you need besides that but they don't. They said that Jesus isn't going to be the only uh, story they're going to focus There's on. There's a song and a phrase that's been used a lot. He is the greatest story ever told, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's the truth. He's Amen. still the greatest story ever told. There's no one like him. That's for sure. Never will be. 
Well, in case you missed episode number 138, that was on Monday morning. Uh, We usually call it Monday morning motivation, but it was Monday's moons and motivation because it's the end of summer, school starting soon. August has two super moons this year. Maybe you got out to see uh, the first one. Uh, It's actually spans over three days, I think, three nights. You'll be able to see it. And I think it started Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So maybe tonight you'll still be able to see what's uh, left of that full moon. And then at the end of the month, we have our second one. And uh, so let's see. Also, we talked about God working behind bars. You remember the inmates yeah, worshiping in great. prison? Our coffee of the day was Baxter's Coffee Baxter's from Somerset, Somerset Kentucky. Kentucky. We posted a link in our show notes for episode 138 for you to be able to go to their website and check out all different kinds of things. And the word for your day came from John chapter four. <sighs> That was episode 138. Yeah. Yeah. We try to do all we can. You know, uh, we went outside and saw the moon before it was full on Monday night. And then we went out Tuesday night and it was sadly a little bit cloudy. So the moon was distorted where we were, where we saw it at the time that we saw it. But did you guys see all the fantastic pictures all over social media that people have been taken with that moon? I mean, it's obviously, you know, nice cameras and professional cameras, but some of these pictures are outstanding. There is is an IG Louisville account, which is Instagram Louisville. And I followed them and they they have some photographers that are outstanding and they have some really great pictures of the full moon from yeah. Tuesday. Oh, I had one I was going to, I was going to show. This is one of my favorite ones that I saw of all the ones that were out there. I mean, there's so many, uh, but this one here, uh, if I could take it. Oh, it's not going to take it because it's not a, it's not an image. Okay. Oh, well. It there's was a Statue a lot, of Liberty one. You, there's a lot of really cool pictures of the moon. Yeah. So I think I, I'm going to challenge you to just go find one and yep. make it your background or whatever. Go look for them. And there was some that were like a, a jet coming in for a landing and the moon was coming down and it was really, really cool. You yeah. Know. I love the ones of Louisville. Here it is. Oh, okay. I just love this one. There it is. Someone That's just right at the fabulous. right moment. Yep. It's really orange. I feel like they touched that up a little bit. I don't know. What do you think? It was red in a lot of places because of the wildfires. And that was in New York, so they're close to all the Canadian wildfire stuff. Oh, well, that's a bummer. Yeah. Hey, looky here. Pastor Brandon Edwards in the house. I was reading from Scripture in church one time, and the guy said, that's not the way they had it in The Chosen. You must have read that wrong. I have to agree. There has been a little bit of artistic liberty taken in some places. Um, It's not exactly the Word of God, but is a portrayal. And I think they've tried to be as accurate as possible, but they, they... have taken some liberties but i promise you if your pastor is reading something and it's different than what was in the chosen i would definitely open your bible and check to make sure um it's probably going to be your pastor that read it correctly just disclaimer i'm going to throw that disclaimer out there but here's the cool thing you have the freedom and the right and the responsibility to open your bible and read it for yourself how cool is that wow Right at your fingertips. It is. Janice says, I couldn't get out to see the moon, but I got to see it in my skylight in the kitchen. That's awesome, Janice. I would take that. Take that. It was probably clearer in your skylight than it was when I was outside looking at it. Well, Baylor wanted us to wake her up and have her go out and look at it, but we went out and looked at it and it was overcast and it was so it was kind of a a really cloudy sky. We weren't going to wake her up for that. Right. It's true. How about a little word for your day? How about it? 
Today, I went to Proverbs chapter three. Now, if you aren't sure where to start reading your Bible, you know, we always tell you that there's 31 chapters in Proverbs, so you can read a chapter a day and you can just pick the chapter that actually correlates with the date. And today is August the 3rd, which is unbelievable that it's already August the 3rd. Mm -hmm. But I went to Proverbs chapter three and I settled on the third verse today. Um, cool. There's a lot in this chapter that I want to talk about, but I'm actually just going to settle um, in this peaceful little chapter three, verse three. Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. You know, Jesus is loving, kind. Um, his, his, what is it? Um, tender mercies and kind loving kindness i love that word loving kindness it explains exactly his demeanor <clears throat> the actual attributes and characteristics of the lord jesus but i noticed that as i was growing up and even in the world today there are those that claim to be christians that might even say they represent jesus and they are anything but kind there's not a lot of love, warm, fuzzy feelings that you get. Some people believe that if they critique you and criticize you and beat you over the head with words from the Bible, that you're going to feel checked in your spirit and you're going to run to Jesus. And that may happen. But I think far more often when we show loving kindness, truth, and we do it with an attitude of genuine love. I think that's an invitation for people to trust our words more. I think people wanna know the Jesus that we represent when we represent him with truth and love and kindness. And I think that because that's what his word says. And his word says here, don't let kindness and truth leave you, bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. You know, there's plenty of opportunity to blow your stack, lose your temper, be angry. There's plenty of injustice in the world that can make us anger, righteous anger. But the truth is, if that's the way we speak to people, especially those who aren't serving the Lord or who are lost or pre-saved or whatever you wanna call them, I don't know if you know that's not an open invitation when we're angry and we're critical or we're comparing, I think what we have to realize is there is a balance of love that comes that we have to walk on the side of truth and kindness. There's also some discrepancies in the church and sometimes the disagreements come on what we call non-essential items and people get downright nasty and both people are supposedly representing the same church of Christ, you know, the church universal, the body of Christ, the bride. And I don't think that's how the Lord wants his body. I think he wants us unified. I think he's coming back for one bride. I think he's coming back for one church. I don't think he's coming back for factions and groups and different denominations. Hear my heart today, you guys. Sometimes we disagree and we do it so poorly and we think we're defending the word and we're defending God, but we're doing it with such a nasty attitude. I promise you we're not. We're not defending the word. We're being nasty 
And our God is not the king of nasty. He's the king of love. He's the king of kindness. Who is the king of nasty? Well, he's the God, little g, and the king, little k, of this world, and his name is Satan. And when we begin to speak like Satan, that's who we represent. And so I think this little verse in Proverbs is way more impactful and way more important than you know. I'm going to end with this thought. This is not a condemnation and this is not finger pointing. It's just maybe a little discernment from the word. When we as a church, as a people, see people compromising who call themselves Christians and they're trying to pull people into a compromising position, you know what I mean. They're taking the word. They're trying to rewrite it. They're trying to say that good is evil and evil is good. And they're trying to get people to form a consensus and come in with them. That is wrong. That is compromise. It is wrong for them to do it for themselves, and it's wrong for them to lead others down that path. But when the way we come against that is beating people over the head with the word by telling them all the things they're doing wrong and we become religious fanatics, what we are is Pharisees trying to come against the compromising Gentiles with a spirit of religion and hate and that is not Jesus so now we have two sides and neither one of them are really representing the king there is a way that we can love and still bring correction Jesus did Jesus never hated those Pharisees he corrected he died for them Jesus didn't even hate the money changers in the temple when he overturned the tables in righteous anger he loved them because he died for them. Jesus didn't even hate those that spit upon him, beat him, mock him, and nailed him to a cross. And the reason I know he didn't hate them is because he died for them. Just like he died for you. And he loved them just like he loves you. And he's our example. And he never let truth and love and kindness leave him. And so we have this opportunity to pray for those who compromise. And you can't help but love that which you pray for, to really pray a blessing over their life. When you really pray that, you can't help but love who you pray for. Pray for them until you do love them. It will change how you react to their compromise or to their rhetoric. God isn't looking for debaters to stand up for his word and fight and argue. He's looking for people to represent his kingdom and himself with love and kindness. Now there will be times that correction has to come, but I think we lean on those hard times far too often when really what we need to be doing is portraying Jesus and exampling him better. So there's a balance here. And I want you to know, you don't have to be responsible to know when to say and what to say. You just have to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you by the King of Kings when you enter into relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm so grateful. We don't have to leave it up to our own minds, our own feelings, 
but we can let his Holy Spirit lead us into all truth, all truth. Can we pray into this tonight? Lord, I love you for such a simple word, a simple gospel, a simple message, but Lord, you are the God of love and you don't want us to forget to be kind. You don't want us to forget the truth and you want us to walk in them. Lord, you want us to recognize and receive your love so that we can turn around and give your love. Sometimes, Lord, correction may be some words that are a little bit stiff, but I think far more often than that, you're calling us to draw people to you with open arms and not wagging fingers. Will you help us, Lord? Follow your word. Keep your word because we love you. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. There's your word for the day. Good stuff. I agree with Janice. Good word. Represent and represent. Amen. Yeah. Oh my goodness, she says. I've been writing in Hebrews to practice my penmanship and loving kindness has been coming up a lot. I love that word loving kindness. Mm -hmm. Otis says, I will always need to work on my letting loving kindness show. I believe I have it, but it's not always what shows through most brightly. You know, Otis, and that is such an honorable statement because you're being truthful and honest and you're being real about that. And the Lord loves that. He loves it when we're real. And I think there's a lot of times some of us don't show our loving kindness as well and as brightly as we should. Jeff says, what is more important to us, being right or being Jesus? This new saying that Jeff has, the Lord has brought this to him. I absolutely love it. It's so true. I'm thinking you're going to be teaching on that someday soon. Bobby Patton, good evening, Pastor Bobby. We love you. I have a custom patch I made for you. I need to drop in the mail. I was hoping to see you before now and give it to you, but alas, I have not. So I guess I need to get your address and mail it to you. Ben says, sometimes it's it's amazing to me how tiny kindness and, and I can show to workers, how tiny kindness I can show to workers like at Thornton's, just a smile or how are you totally blows them away. Yeah. Shows how unkind so many they interact with are. Yes. Boy, that's the truth. I remember we were in, I want to say Columbia, but it wasn't Columbia. It was Campbellsville. Kentucky, and we're eating at a Mexican restaurant. Oh, yeah. We have no idea what was going on in that place. We'd never even been there before, not the town or the restaurant. And we went in, and a little gal was behind the hostess stand. And we talked to her, and we she sat us, and we thanked her, and we were grateful, and, you know, just we didn't say anything outstanding yeah then when we checked out she was actually the cashier that checked us out and she said to us do you remember what she said you guys are the nicest people i have ever met you are so kind and i thought how didn't sad didn't she ask us if we were christians if we were believers or something that, I thought there was she something did ask us mm-hmm. eventually but i thought how sad because we didn't really do anything no. over the top it was an indictment on what others do not really how great we were we were not even very i mean we were kind but i don't remember us doing anything over the top no 
but she was it did open the door to a great conversation and we did end up praying with her but i i think ben is right i think sometimes we underestimate the power of just a little kindness yeah right just the power of a little kindness kindness i mean flows into patience so many people get impatient yeah. when their food doesn't come right on time or yeah. they've got somewhere else they need to be and i mean they just they take it out on everybody yeah. even when it might not even be their fault i mean it's not your server's fault most times there's things going on in the kitchen that are you know keeping. and it, how do just, you know that you know your server isn't the one who actually showed up when three other people called off right, right and that right. your server's working extra shifts and extra tables you yeah. just do not know yeah. or what if she's got a sick kid at home but she can't afford to take off you just mm-hmm. do not know yeah. what kind of situation someone is you know we've always heard this statement that if you treat people like they're wounded and broken that about 98% of the time you'll be right. What does that mean? It means people have a hard time going through life and if you treat people remembering that they're all struggling with something, you're going to be right and when you love them through it it's going to be the kindness they need and it's going to point to Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. So there you have it. That part was free. That wasn't even part of the message. (laughs) It wasn't even part of it. No. Ah, well, welcome to the Good Morning Show at night, Thursday Night Live. Uh, Our next show is going to be on Saturday morning, and Saturday morning is 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. We call it our Saturday morning setup. Yep. And it just helps to set you up for success for the weekend. That's right. I was going to say, what are we setting them up for, Terry? Well, success. Success. In whatever way that makes sense. Well, you know what Joshua 1 says? The first chapter of Joshua says, the Lord says success is obeying his word. For if you keep my word, then you will have success. Isn't that awesome? It is. It's simple like that. It's so good. It's just obedience. It's just doing what you're asked, what you're told, and what you've been guided and directed to do. Uh, And that's hard for us a lot of times, you know? Because we yeah. kind of have our own agenda and our own ideas and things that we think we need to do a certain way. And, yeah. You know, we've always done it that way. You know, that's, yeah, that's, a, are, that's a hard one. That is a hard one. Also, I noticed tonight that you're wearing your American flag baseball shirt mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. We need to do a baseball game uh, sometime this uh, this summer and We knew fall. that this summer was going to be really busy and that we really wouldn't have till the end of it to sort of pull ourselves together because we have been in class for all this time and then we really worked hard this last two years, but especially this last, to, to graduate and to get ordained. And then we had our ordination and then we had camp and we've had all the things we knew that we were really going to come down to basically the end of summer before we could come up for breath and i think we have right yeah well now we're going to build a chicken coop and get some chickens and do all kinds of crazy stuff like that because we are farmers yeah we're home we're homesteaders you you just like that commercial (laughs) i just like the song it sticks in your head (laughs) thank you yeah i wouldn't have been able to sleep without finishing you would have too. <laughs> oh. So what's going on your guys' weekend uh, coming up? I mean, it's Thursday night, so uh, tomorrow being Friday, so is it the last day of the work week for you, or are you someone who has to work on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Saturday is the end of your work week. Mm-hmm. Either way, we've all got uh, stuff going on. I know there's farmer's markets, speaking of farmers, uh, farmer's markets that we've been talking about. There's, We're going to uh, go. Yeah trying to fit some of that in we can't go to the saturday farmer's market because we're here with you yeah yeah um that was weird did you see that that I was like no and in. then like 
everything. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Ann and Hi, Mickey Ann. from Topeka, Kansas. Bless you. Good to see you, sister. Bobby said, thank you so much. You're welcome. And Taylor Baker, Taylor Jewel, right, Baker? She says, do, do we do coffee drinks this late or are we all too old? Yes, honey. Yes. Um, Daniel Rogers apparently drinks coffee this yeah, late, but yeah. not Melissa Wright, which you know. And I'm happy to see you on here. Rick Grable says being like Jesus should be automatic. You know, that's a, that's a hard one too. Um, the other thing is that, I, that I've always been fond of reminding people is, is that we go, as we go about our day and we're in different businesses and places that, that someone behind the counter that may or may not be performing up to their, the, you know, the job that you expect them to do is still somebody Jesus died for Amen. and they still need to know. So, right, right, yeah. right. Janice says fresh eggs. Woo! Fresh eggs, indeed. Anne says she's already went back to school yesterday. They had a professional development day yesterday. Mm. Baylor's scheduled to start Wednesday on the 9th. However, I think we will have to push that because we do have some out of town. uh, We'll be at the funeral and the visitation next week. So, Uh, hi, Judy Sally from High Point, North Carolina. Love you so much, sister. Good to see you on this evening. So, I don't know that we'll we'll start. That's the beauty of homeschool. Sometimes we can kind of uh, be a little bit more flexible with some yeah. of our hours. Oh, my holy past, Batman, Sheila. <laughs> Sheila Gillespie, I love you so much. You know that. My whole life, I've known this woman. She is not blood family, but she should be. Anybody who has known me as long as she has known me, and I have never known my life without Sheila. I love you so much, sweet sister. Bless you and Jack in Jesus' name and all of your family. Um, it's Amen. good to see you, and it's good to hear you. And oh, my heart is just full to Mm. see you on here. I love you so much. (laughs) And Otis said, did you see the chicken coop painted like KFC? It was done to get them to start laying eggs. Well, (laughs) hey, if you're not going to lay, we're going to fry. Is that it? Is that the threat? You determine which one category you're on. Are you a layer or a fryer? Pastor Rick says, I have a birthday to celebrate this weekend with our grandson, Elijah, on Saturday in Danville. That'll be so much fun for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sheila loves me too. Awesome. And no one paid her to say that. What do you think about that? (laughs) I like it. (laughs) You guys are so fun to be with. I also am um, always amazed at how fast the summer goes. But I have to say this year to me has just flown by um, because when Ann is telling me that teachers are already back for professional work days and we're already talking about school starting next week and all that. Now, I know when I was a kid and when you were a kid, school did not start this early in the year. No, I think ours was about the middle of the month, middle of August. Really? Because yeah. I, I, I thought there was some times when we didn't go back till after Labor Day. Hmm. Is yeah. that not true? I don't know. I was in a little different uh, era. Look who else is on. Diana. You guys know how we talk about how much we love our Krispy Kreme. This is why. This is, I don't know if she is (laughs) like. I read it. I was like, oh, it's Wonder Woman. (laughs) I know who it is. I I don't know if your exact title is the super manager of all things, but I'm calling you the, the super manager of all things at my Krispy Kreme on Bardstown Road. This is the reason why. I absolutely love you, Diana, so much. You are our favorite people. 
We love you so much. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you're on tonight. It's fantastic Absolutely. to see you, Diana, yeah. in Louisville, Kentucky. And hopefully you're uh, all recovered up from the stuff we that you prayed, had. We uh, prayed. That's right. Sur- we prayed and we things. believed and we trusted the Lord with your body. And I'm yeah. so glad he's faithful. I, I, I tell you what. I tell you about, about who we're talking about, everybody, because her enthusiasm is infectious. When you work a drive through we've been talking tonight about, you know, being out in public and going to places and having expectations. This gal will blow your expectations out oh, of yeah. the water with oh, yeah. the greeting that you get Not and the only love that, that she shares and the service that she that's provides. That's it. The best customer yeah. service. The yeah. best customer service. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, your mouth and sound are not matching. Maybe it's just Facebook. Huh. Maybe Facebook. we have turned into an old Asian movie where like Godzilla and all the people would move their lips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then you would hear the, the sound later. Is yep, that it? Yep. That's it. Okay. So I'm sorry about that, Rick. Yeah. And um, Otis says school always started after Labor Day in Vermont, but didn't let out till after mid-June. See, See I think it's I think we were it's out strange. In May. And look, Master Pastor Yoda says, Thanks for the donuts, Diana. <laughs> I love that. And she's so much better. Praise the yes. Lord. I'm so glad to hear that. Amen. That's hey, good. you know, speaking of food and donuts, mm-hmm. I you know that donuts is my one of my very favorite comfort foods. Did you not say that we were gonna talk about some comfort foods yeah. tonight? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, because we're getting close to everybody's nappy nap bedtime. Here, um, so. We're going to take a little nap all yeah. night. Is well, that right? Yeah, yeah. Ben says the mouth and the sound match on YouTube. And so, so does there you Jeff. Go. Okay, yep. he said great. It's fine. Hallelujah. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this as I was I was looking at different ideas, and I thought, who, what kind of comfort food do you go to, you know, when things are tough and when you got a long day and you've just like, you open the fridge and you look and you're like, ah, if you have to make something, if you have to actually go in and put the kitchen, turn on the burner and do something, what is it that you like to do? Janice says she likes donuts. I do too. Yeah. And, and Taylor says her comfort food is ice cream. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this is a, a comfort food that I think that a lot of people grew up with that you'll probably resonate with this. I mean, who didn't grow up eating Kraft macaroni and cheese? <laughs> right. I mean, it's oh. a go-to favorite of kids, picky eaters, broke yes. college students, busy families. <laughs> and since the box dinner debuted in 1937, it's been one of America's favorite comfort foods. You know, I, I, I like mac and cheese and I do consider it a comfort food. I prefer for um, Missy's mac and cheese, no lie. Uh, yep. um, mm-hmm. But I will say that I think of mashed potatoes. How about mm-hmm. you guys? Do you yep. guys think of mashed potatoes? Is that in your list? Nope. This is all about mac look, and Robin, cheese. Look what Robin just said. Yep. Meatloaf Meat and, and mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. That's it, sister. Yep. Well, tonight, the comfort food we're talking about is the beloved mac and cheese. Because oh, we're we just know talking that about comes, that one. Yes, because it comes in so many variations and so many ways you can make it so good. Because I know you do this. Yeah. Add extra cheese to the cheese. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. But did you know that food historians actually can trace the beginnings of macaroni and cheese back to 13th century Italy? Oh, really? Yeah, it goes way back before, you know, Kraft ever started putting in that fancy blue box. Yeah. And they can also trace it. They said one of the theories is that uh, this didn't sound very good, but they said macaroni pudding may have been the forerunner of today's mac and cheese. I I just don't understand that. I don't know if it's sweet. I don't know if it's savory. Uh, But there's some researchers that claim that modern day mac and cheese evolved from that that you see on your screen right now. Okay. It was was possible that it was because... Well, it it just looks like it's the beginning stages. Yeah, like they just (laughs) didn't get enough cheese in it, right? Yeah, yeah. 
Well, there's another theory that was out that said that Thomas Jefferson loved his mac and cheese. And according to some stories, Thomas Jefferson fell in love with mac and cheese while visiting Italy. Makes sense, right? Since it originally started there. But his dish used Parmesan cheese. And when he returned to the United States, he still craved the dish. And when his wife died and his daughter, Mary Randolph, took over as the hostess of the household, she had a pasta machine imported from Italy and began making mac and cheese for her father and his dinner guests. How sweet is that? That's nice. I'm just going to get you a machine. We'll just make it all day long. And then you'll never run out. Oh, or just buy it buy the ingredients and have Missy make it. Yeah, well, I'm thinking Southern style baked mac and cheese. Mm. Uh, naturally, Jefferson's daughter didn't do the actual cooking herself and she had people who cooked it for her and they found the mac and cheese easy to make. It was inexpensive. It was delicious. Still a regional <laughs> favorite in the Southern states. Yep, Missy says, great. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> Janice says, have you tried mac and cheese with tomato soup? Yeah, and look at all mm-hmm. this. Um, yep. Janice says, vanilla. Dr. Pepper is a comfort for her. Missy yeah. agrees with my mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. And Otis is saying when you speak and your mouth moves, he hears Melissa sounds. It sounds like a normal marriage. That's great. That's awesome, Otis. Thanks. Oh, and um, Rick says that's where... Fat beginning in the U.S. <laughs> right? Think Amen. about it. Yeah. Ann says comfort food, chicken noodles, grilled cheese, tomato soup, cornbread, potato soup. All that yeah. is very comforting. Yeah. Well, you know, it really, they made it easier whenever they started putting out the packets to where, you remember the powdered cheese? right yeah yeah well that process they they brought that in and that was like how do you get out of that i mean well, pour some milk in there that, and, on let me ask you is that even real cheese well it was something that was really because of the depression you see the depression everybody had to stand in line there were all kinds of things so they needed something that was cheap economical and yet still tasted good so that's where really where that that started to come into it well i don't feel like that's um safe and fresh i you know i feel like that's chemically and over processed can i say that well this was the 40s and the 50s they had food rationing during world war ii i understand okay so they had to get it to on the on to the soldiers and here was something they said it made them feel like it tasted like home so it helped them to boost their morale if that okay then i i i actually taught i will you got comfort and withdraw my comments that's, sorry that's the whole thing about it it's it's comfort it's it's convenience and um you know it's it's just one of those things but here's the thing that a lot of people like and here's where missy comes in look at the one on the right yep. smoked mac and cheese yep. all right smoked mac and because cheese because we know that's what favorite whenever it yep. comes to all the other uh, mm-hmm. stuff and they're always like is missy gonna make her smoked mac right. and cheese right um they're it's so gourmet now it's yep. not just just cheese and mac they've even actually got a restaurant called smack in new york city and they they serve all these different varieties of mac and cheese there artisan cheeses processed powdered cheese products but then how about this Every kid loves yep. the macaroni and cheese pizza. Macaroni when we go to and cheese CC's. pizza. And what about Reese and Baylor over at Roosters liking the macaroni and cheese nuggets? Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Look, you could do a grilled mac and cheese sandwich. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different varieties, and it all really came down to just convenience and comfort and saying, Mom, can you make some craft macaroni and cheese? Please? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yes. I uh, know. Ben said, I have never had good mac and cheese at a restaurant. Only Heather's or Missy's Truth has never been spoken more than that mm, statement there right there yeah and taylor says cc's had mac and cheese pizza that's right sis they did and <laughs> actually um when we were down in pigeon forge they made it did you ask for it or did they just bring it out 
Uh, no, it's on their regular menu. So they I, I might have asked for it because they didn't have it out at currently, mm-hmm. but they, they were cooking some ups. <laughs> Otis says if it's green, it's army cheese. Well, he also called it government cheese. Yes. You well, know. you know, that was actually pretty good. So yeah. Yeah. Anne says, I think there's a macaroni and cheese ice cream. I am not. How crazy no. is that? Uh-uh. Yeah. Nope. I'm not. Mm-mm. Well, I, I apologize if you have to now go out to the kitchen and uh, find yourself something to eat because it's that time of the night where it's not quite a midnight snack, but it's probably pretty close to it. Right? Well, I hope that just talking about it brought you comfort. Even yeah. if we can't eat our comfort food tonight, I hope that you feel comforted and full of peace and full of joy and full of rest in the Holy Spirit of the living God. I know this. We've loved being with you this evening. You are absolutely an encouragement to us. That's right. And uh, we look forward to spending some time with you on Saturday morning if you have time. We know everybody's got things to do, but Saturday morning, 1030 a.m. Eastern time, we will be back here with the Good Morning Show and uh, looking forward to have finishing off the weekend with you guys. We love you. Have a great weekend. See you soon. Yep. Bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.